need to get I need to work on my, my moobs get them a bit jacked <laughs> to get my new tattoo <laughs> pump up those puppies yeah man just the one side like <laughs> that'll look a bit strange D cup on your right A cup on your left <laughs> Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee, where we get together each week to talk health, fitness and some absolute nonsense. You've been a bit premature with the record button there. I'll move that later. <laughs> I've got right, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Episode 14. Take four. Because we've four. had some small teething issues yes. in terms of me pressing the right buttons. But it's all good now, so we're back. Episode 14. In part two. <laughs> <laughs> Very possibly. Hopefully for the last time. Aye. How's it going, everyone out there in Podland? What's oh been happening? Podland. Podland. You sound like one of those cheesy American commentators at ice hockey. Podland. Podland. Like, hey, American people, you're awesome. Yeah. I was thinking more like 90s sitcom or something. Based on like sort of dot com boom era. Podland. No. I see if you're a bit cooler and more badass, you could have been with the Podfather. Oh, the Podfather. Nah, this is just you going down the road of shit puns, so let's move on quickly. Oh, fuck's sake. Just give me my moment. Just give me my moment. You've had plenty of moments. They've all been shit. Sorry. I was going to say something there that's important. Yeah, so... Speaking I know of, oh. you had put a disclaimer on last week's show, right? But yeah. just, just again to clarify, <laughs> if there was any kind of sensitive people out there who may have taken offence to anything we said... Uh, t- tough you know you know what you got into when you started listening to us so I don't know what you want me to say here it is what it is it was our opinions no one else's if you don't like it don't listen to another podcast I don't give a shit well yeah um, yeah not really much I <laughs> in fairness it was mostly me ranting last week yeah, anyway you were pretty nice. much in the clear I basically just set the topic and uh, through the ball and you you spend the next See, hour batting away. I'm, I'm fairly I'm fairly laid back about a lot of things, man. Give me the date subject. I'm yeah. off. I'm, 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 I'm taking that bad boy and running with it. Oh, speaking of which, you know how about you? You get set off with that bag. Get set off with Weight Watchers. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so quick. Seeing a cracking thing the other night there, and I thought, right, this is hilarious. So, how do you get a group of Weight Watchers folk exercising? <laughs> I don't know. Sneak into one of their meetings and throw a packet of Smarties on the floor and watch them all fucking sprint for them. Oh, <laughs> That's some real low hanging fruit there. Yeah, there's, another, there's another joke that was goes like that. Walked in a Weight Watchers meeting, threw a packet of Skittles on the floor. It was the best game of hungry hippos I'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Like, oh. Again, quite quite dark and massively offensive to anyone who goes to Weight Watchers, but yeah, amusing at the same time. Um, oh. What's up? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just being a tech nerd and looking at levels here. I can see stuff moving, but nothing's showing up there, which is worrying me slightly. Carry on. It's it's it'll be fine. If we have to record that again. <laughs> it's like some folk in the gym. We'll come back you see them moving, but nothing's really going on. <laughs> <laughs> I could be crossfitters. Ooh. No, no. Disclaimer. Not you, Emma. <laughs> yeah, right. So, let's get to the point. Aye. We are talking about today... You are only as strong as your, your weakest, weakest link. link. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. AKA Scott makes me do shit stuff that I don't like. Yeah. 
and there's a cool thing I can't remember who posted it uh, some kind of top, top strength coach it might have been might have been uh, Louis Simmons over at Westside Barbell Why? and he was talking about oh if you've got a say like a 400 kilo deadlift 300 kilo back squat but only a 100 kilo bench press mm-hmm. you're a 100 kilo athlete yeah like you, as an athlete or a, even a trainer you're defined by your weakest lift and it's because rather than just oh you might be you don't want to be a kind of one trick pony being good at one lift but because eventually you're going to have weaknesses elsewhere that are going to show up and they kind of cracks up I get, and, I get the principle behind that yeah. but then if you can if you can deadlift whatever 250 or squat 250 aye. and bench 100 that's still pretty good it's for still, the other two isn't it's it still awesome. aye, it's still, <laughs> it's still right, strong aye. as fuck yeah I think in terms of if you if you're looking at a strong man, then and the three individual lifts, fine. But I think more kind of general athleticism mm-hmm. in terms of looking at kind of muscular balance throughout the body. Yep. Like, again, we spoke about it before in previous podcasts about the kind of balance relationships between the muscles. Like, there's certain percentages if your back squats, say for example, 100 kilos, your front squat should be about 70 or 80. You know, in terms of yep. kind of, there should be a direct relation between all your lifts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some cool interesting charts out there that show you all the lifts and it's a good way to, if you train them all and look at it and you kind of start identifying your weak links yeah so but what's your squat a squat is 160 what's your deadlift 200 deadlift where did, you, where did you deadlift 200 the trap bar trap bar doesn't count I'm led to believe by the constant <laughs> references to it being and I quote the bitches bar <laughs> Well, well, come on to that in a second. We'll address that right now. So, if you, people call it a bitch's bar, but depending, if you're, it's still a deadlift. It's just a different way of doing it. Yeah. It's Don't get me wrong. I'm all about the trap bar. Aye. Because I'm a gangly freak and I find it difficult to use the straight bar because well, I'm enormous limbs. A little bit less on the posterior chain, on the kind of hamstring, glutes and lower back. Yep. But a little bit more on the quads. But again, it's, when you're introducing people to deadlift, if they've not got the flexibility or the mobility to get mm-hmm. in the right position to deadlift a straight bar, but you still want to teach that kind of hinge pattern, then yeah. trap bar deadlift's great. Absolutely. Because it allows them to transfer maximal weight in the safest possible way. Yeah. Rather than risking kind of the lower back with kind of straight bar deadlift. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it's it's got its place. But straight bar deadlift was, um, was 160 as well. So that's definitely, I know my back's, well, after my back injury, I need to bring that back up and it kind of even keel. Says me, who's, his, who's the same? 180, both. I see, huh? Yeah, up my deadlift game. What's your incline bench? 110. Really? Mm-hmm. Since when? You did, well, I did 110, you did 111 while I was away. Or did I do 110? <laughs> you, you only got 105, bitch. Ah, so I did. What was your <laughs> incline bench yesterday? That was yesterday. Doesn't exactly, count. well, it's exactly. What was your, what was your last lift <laughs> yesterday? Incline oh. bench, failed it. My last lift yesterday well, was, I mean, uh, literally was your last hammer lift. curls. <laughs> sure Surely you're only as strong as your last lift on that lift. So no. what's your incline bench? 90? I was tired. Try your eyes, Prince. All my overhead squats and snatches that was yeah. happening. You know. So this is going to start putting a boot in now. Aye. Because I did all my lifts yesterday. Aye, but how many attempts? That doesn't matter. Still got them done. You failed at 100. An hour and a half later? An hour and a half later, nothing. I was just getting some extra practice reps in, right? from the man who coached this shit for years don't be coaching it and doing it you still know how to do it (laughs) 
I've been doing these things for approximately three weeks now. I've been knowing how to do it and actually doing is totally Whatever, different thing. Whatever. Anyway. Aye, anyway. Aye. So, aye, but the, aye, strong is your weakest link. Now, there's two ways you can do it. You can look at that strength chart and you can work your way through it and kind of analysing where your imbalances are. Or, a simple way to do it is analyse kind of real time when you're doing a lift, like, like, <coughs> Emma had commented the other week there about her back squat, about how she got a new PB. Right. And talking about, but most people when they do back squat, they're kind of, their upper back starts to round a wee bit and they mm-hmm. start to lean forward slightly. Um, not as much as fee. And you kind of, <laughs> <laughs> going to pay for that one. It's all right. I've seen her tonight, so this is, that's about <laughs> two weeks Her back didn't round particularly. She just folded, folded in half. Ah, well, aye. So, how many people have come out doing a back squat and go, ah, my legs felt as if they had lots more to give, but my my back yeah. was starting to fold over and my back was giving me. Mm-hmm. Well, straight away, there you go. You found your weak link. Yep. If squat has been a leg dorm exercise and it's your, it's your back that's giving way, then go train your back. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of get into the west side, um, west side barbell kind of conjugate method taken from Russia. Plus there's a few other systems that are kind of similar as well, but it's, you address your big lifts, but then you look at your, if you're doing, say, for example, two main lifts plus between four and eight assistance exercises, mm-hmm. at least 50% of your assistance work should be addressing your weak link. Yeah. And then your other assistance work is just your assistance work for your lifts. Um, so you maybe want to do a bit of triceps to help boost your bench, um, some kind of uh, rack pulls for your deadlift. But if you know that, for example, in your back squat, that your legs feel absolutely fine and that they're not they're not even breaking a sweat but yet you're folding over with that bar mm-hmm. your back's rounding you're losing posture and you're having to lean forward you know your core and your back are weak yeah so out your eight, eight assistance exercises go and nail four of them addressing those areas and straight away come back between four and six weeks later and I guarantee you'll hit a new PB yeah or You'll hit the same PB, but it'll feel a lot better. Good technique, mm-hmm. and there's there's two ways of looking at your PBs. There's having a PB deadlift, and there's having a technical PB. And the difference is, you can have a PB deadlift where you're totally rounded over, knees shaking all over the place, <laughs> buckling in, hitching the bar, your pelvis is tucking underneath. Everything looks absolutely atrocious, but you still manage to get the bar up. And somehow, if you're lucky, your spine hasn't exploded all over the gym walls. Mm-hmm. Been there. <laughs> or you've got technical PB where you lift your maximum weight possible with good technique. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to start as a kind of industry. That's not as that's not as sexy though, is it's it? Not that's not as cool as going. Ah, deadlifted two ten or whatever. But yeah, if nobody saw it, then you know. Ah, it's like oh, okay, you can deadlift three hundred. Cool. How much for a straight back? With good technique, oh, only 200. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a 200 kilo deadlift. But then, I was reading something earlier on, that Mark Bell geezer, and he was talking about, I can't, he was, he was doing um, kind of rows on a machine, sort of Sometimes thing. Sometimes cheap reps. Eh? Cheap reps? Yeah. Yeah, I seen that You saw the thing then, right? So the bit is, obviously, he was, he was kind of using his chest more and leaning back, so you can get more weight into it, and he's like, well, do strict reps, but if you want to cheat a little bit to get more weight and stuff, do that as well. And then this, that, and the next thing. And then it's, it's a pattern shot. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was like, um, 
if you can't, oh, jeez, what was it? I need to look up. They're basically saying, even if your form's not perfect, do what you do, kind of thing. If it works, it works, kind of deal. But obviously, to a certain extent, you don't want to be deadlifting a shit ton of weight if you if you oh. get horrendous technique. But do surely with- everyone's got their own way of doing yeah. it. And if your technique's not textbook and it still works, and you're not putting yourself in harm, and it works for you, yeah. then because you see a lot of like strong men and stuff like that when they're deadlifting their back does look really round a lot round of the because time. a lot of them they've got the, they've got the strength in their upper back if they're deadlifting four hundred kilos yeah you can pretty much be assured that they're strong aye but they've not I mean they've not always been that strong in no. that weight so presumably have they always deadlifted the same way just lighter weights in terms of form and stuff like that or have they gradually like changed their most, form most, to reflect that most have lifted with proper technique over the years and then they've got the kind of musculature and the strength and um, kind of ability to do that and get away with it. Right. It's, like, it was actually Schwarzenegger, I think, years ago, popularised the kind of cheat reps mm-hmm. and it was talking about, like, in bicep curls, for example, if on the up phase, so you've got the concentric phase on the way up, you're contracting the muscle, if you hit failure and you can't do it, cheat a little bit, if you have to, you know, just a little bit of swing, a wee bit of momentum to get the weight up, but then you stay strict on the down phase again, so long as you're not risking injury, like yeah. your your reward has to be greater than the risk. Yeah, yeah. There's a quote there: "Lift it perfectly, or lift it whatever way you can." CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because everyone is going to have their own technique and stuff like that, and Aye. their own way of doing things. As long as, long as, as it's, it's safe. safe. Yeah, as long as it's safe. But it's a slightly misleading. Yeah, oh, to make, that could be, it? Uh, it could be, that could be wide open. massively misconstrue that and go, well, as long as I lift it, it's all right. Aye, that's not leaving it wide open for interpretation, but the, what, Schwarzenegger and all these kind of cronies years ago, they were all doing, talking about cheap reps and it was that way that if you're hitting failure, you can then do a wee bit of momentum, we get up and then work on the down phase. Yeah, yeah. Just look what we do with bench sometimes, mm-hmm. when if you can't press the weight up, you get your partner to help you lift it up. And Aye. then you control the down phase again because it's it's eccentric down phase where you're getting the real shitty it sucks sucky part. It's, it's that's where the that's it's where the kind of that's where you're really getting the kind of benefit. Yeah, but the we need to do more of that. Do we? Yeah. No, we need to get Brian involved and do it to him. Oh yeah. Because he'll need, cry like a wee bitch. Need to do more of that sort of stuff. I'm getting new ink, man. I'm getting ink titties. I need to get. I need to work in my my moobs, get them a bit jacked. <laughs> to get my new tattoo. <laughs> Pump up those puppies. Yeah, man. Just the one side, like. <laughs> that look a bit strange. D cup on your right, A cup on your left. But, um, I the whole cheat episode, so there's two ways of doing it. No, three ways. Option one is do it completely wrong and totally bastardise it and seriously injure yourself. Like, when you say cheat reps, if you if you can hit, say, a few sets of 10 at 12.5 kilos each for a, dumb, for a bicep curl, don't go and then grab a barbell with 80 kilos on it. Yeah, that's the difference. You've got to be it? sensible. You can, you can do cheat reps with lighter weight and stuff like that. Aye. Well, and kind of isolated things, but yeah. you don't want to be going cheating a back squat or something. <laughs> Not in a back squat or around the back <laughs> or a deadlift. Nothing that's really kind of, this kind of spinal flexion where you're just going to die. Yeah. Um, second way to do it is where you do a bit of momentum to get the weight up and then control it in the down phase. Mm-hmm. Um... With that, that can work so you can do the wee cheat rep. So you get the benefit there that you're just working the down phase. Again, similar to what we do sometimes where you get the partner to lift it up. Yep. And then the kind of other reason behind it, not so much the other way, but there's another reason for doing it is that if you're stuck at a plateau, yeah. go and work, do some cheat reps. Just it allows you to overload your nervous system. Right. 
so that it goes, holy shit, we're shifting this weight, we better grow and adapt. Yeah. So sometimes, like heavy rack pulls, mm-hmm. if you're doing a deadlift, instead of the floor, you put the plates up in a couple of blocks mm-hmm. and pull from there. Your body's like, oh, it gets strong for, say, 250 kilos rather than 200. Aye, so when you drop back down. When you drop back, your body's like, oh, we're fired up for this. Yeah, well, I noticed the massive difference when we were doing the, the sort of squat stuff towards the end of last year when we were building up for the mm-hmm. one rep max doing a lot of box squats heavy box squats it just gets you used to having that volume of weight on you more than maximal weight yeah. on your back what's the word for that it's well post activation potentiation you it's can a always sensible word for that it's not sub maximal because that's less than what's more I guess so. Anyway, more than your max, right? Aye, having like an, having like, like lots of it's weight, like, it's like an overload, and not overload, right? Overload, so I noticed a big difference doing that in the back squat because you just you, 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 you as you say your nervous system's going Aye. holy fuck what's going on here this Aye. weighs an absolute ton but you're not doing the full range of motion so when you do Aye. strip it back to sub maximal loads and do the full range it feels much better you don't, you don't have that same sort of panic of fuck me this is the heaviest thing I've ever had in my back Listen, have you ever got a cardboard box and went to pass it to somebody and want to be really careful it's really really heavy <laughs> and then as you go to give it to them you kind of drop it a little bit yeah. and they catch it and they end up launching it in there Aye. because they, they prime their body for a heavy weight and then mm. it's like oh that's quite light that's yeah. actually alright and it's something if you're going to go and do a, like a like your one rep max back squat go and do a high box squat on it but 20-30 kilos heavier just down mm. bump pause bang up Wait a two to three minutes, then go and do your back squat. Yeah, and I guarantee you, it'll feel a hell of a lot better. It does just psychologically, Aye. it feels better. Yeah, and you can not. all you can always spot a new PT within the first two years of qualifying. They're walking about going, "Yes, we're going to do this for post activation potentiation." A lot of your clients are paying you to train them, not to kind of see just for you to show off with the big words. Just you, just fucking train. <laughs> you should change the name of the gym with that. I did, but council wouldn't approve the name. Um, so again the thing with the, the weakest link thing right goodbye uh, what you never seen the weakest link TV show oh right the Anne Robinson aye oh, right, so, no, no okay but thanks for that brief yeah, interview sure in your private life goodbye cool anyway, uh, anyway try, to serious, yeah. try to stay odd brand here fuck's sake um, again the, the, the issue with that is people don't want to change the stuff for shit no. at it. You see it all the time and I'm as guilty of this as anyone else. Why would you want to do stuff you don't like doing and you're rubbish at? That, yeah. Where's the fun in that? I want to bench. I want to do heavy stuff and fun things. And it's exactly the same like when, I, when I'm teaching the stuff as well and again, I'm as guilty of that as <laughs> anyone else. You want to play the stuff you're good at. Yeah. You, it's just that ego stroking, isn't it? You're just like, ah, oh, check what I can do. Check what I can play on my instrument or bench mm-hmm. in the gym or whatever. Right. It's like, but you're going to be stuck at that. You're just maintaining that same level all the time if you do I, that you need to go and work in the stuff you're shite at yeah. and you don't like I and mean, then you get better at everything as a result I, I mean I'll talk to any you know, new clients about, all right, so what kind of training do you like they'll tell me oh I love doing this I love doing that what do you not like oh I hate doing rows I hate doing chin and stuff and you can tell straight away that they've just told you all the areas that they're weak at yeah because nobody likes doing something they're shit at and the, fact, the chances are if they're shit at it it's probably because they're weak at it yeah and it's not they're shit at it, it's just untrained. You never work it. Ah, it's just untrained. practice it, then yeah. you're not going to get any better at it. I mean, for years I've been, I could easily say I've been shit overhead squats and started back and I was like, oh, this sucks. And we basically trebled the weight in kind of the last four or five weeks and mm. it's, it's, it's going great. Why? Um, and it's just, it's not that we're weak at it, it's just untrained. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's that's the part a lot of people and it's a lot of people say, Oh, I don't like training that that shit but then I think for me as a coach anyway, I've got to try and sell the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Like remember when I made you <laughs> remember when I made you you were stuck at kinda of hundred and five bench. Right. And uh made you I've noticed that your left arm was shaking loads and I made you go away and do hundred of um, bench press just with the bare bar with kind of <laughs> 12 <laughs> kilo kettlebells hooked on with a uh, kind of uh, resistance band <laughs> that's always a off humbling experience aye all of a sudden you look as if you're like your Muhammad Ali with Parkinson's shaking all over the place Jesus. rest in peace um, <laughs> it, it was shaking all over the place but a few weeks of that no bench press other than that yeah and you came back and you hit 115 yeah yeah just because we addressed the weak link in it Aye, it's just it's knowing what to target, isn't it? Aye, but then a lot, a lot of people won't know that, and that's the benefit. Of that's hanging about with dickhead like you, uh, <laughs> or you know, paying a PT. Aye, <laughs> could, a, a good PT should spot these things and know how to target it, or any. Aye, I mean, again, my job as a as a jump kit instructor or whatever else, I need to see where the kid or whoever is weak. In the same instance, you know, it's like target that. That's what you need to practice to make this next thing better. Aye. Instead of just blowing chops all the time, you know. And it can be simple, something simple as attendance. If they're not showing up regularly to practice, <laughs> well, that's well, you're not going to improve. I feel if, like you're, if not, you're not going to the gym aye. a few times a week or training every other day, whatever, then it's always uh, going to be. Fuck all that. Oh, my legs aren't getting any stronger. Cool. How often do you train them? Oh, I'm not. Well, no shit, Sherlock. What's if, that? If you don't put any money in the bank, see, don't complain you've got no savings. Wait, yeah. Yeah, is, okay. that, is that alright? I'll you give get, you that one. You give that one that, that yeah, seems alright. Right. We need to get some sort of like ding and buzzer system for your shite analogies. It's like that Britain's oh, got to tap with the golden buzzer. You got one? Keep talking. Oh, here he goes. But aye, you've got to... You get what you invest into. If you don't... Like, if you go to university and you don't study, you don't shop for classes, you're not going to get your degree. Hey, do oh, that one again. Colin just attempted to do, do that one again. Way. My phone was on silent. Okay, take two. If you go to university and you don't attend any classes and you don't attend or you don't study, you're not going to get your degree. <laughs> <laughs> we should do like an analogy bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Simple things. Uh, Anyway. And you wonder why your wife said that we're just a bunch of kids. That's very true, actually, Aye. because we make constant dick jokes and laugh at any kind of innuendo. Innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Aye. you need to, you need to, if you want to improve anything, you need to work in the shitty aspects Aye. of it and not it's, just like, again, stroke your ego all the time by doing the stuff you can already do. That's fine. That's not going to make you any worse necessarily, but it's certainly not going to improve you. Um, but it's finding that balance, isn't it? And knowing Aye. what to look out for. It's, it's been able to... The first, there's two stages to it. First stage is, you want to get good at anything, do your bloody activity. You want to get good at running, run. You want run. to get good at drumming, drum. Yep. Whatever, whatever your pursuit is, Fucking do it. Yep. And do it relentlessly. Mm-hmm. And then only after you've spent a good bit of time till you get to a proficient level where you start to stagnate, then that's where if you're progressing well, keep going with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then when you stagnate, get a coach, seek out professional advice. Mm-hmm. I seen something the other day there about perspective and it really it kinda hit home about how people talk about 250 pounds for say 
like a like if it's a block of PT or a coaching seminar or a coaching weekend or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, that's too expensive. That's an awful lot of money. Sorry, but Colin was just taking a picture on my podcast. So you do that, and then they go, oh, that's too much money to spend. But they're quite happy to then go out the following weekend and spend £250 on a belt or a pair of fucking fancy dress shoes. Yeah. And that, what what does the belt do? It holds up their trousers. There you go. Whereas, if you're investing into a weekend of training or, say, 10 weeks of training, that's knowledge that if you're, if you're clever about it, once you gain that knowledge, nobody can take that away from you. If you spend a bit of money going to learn something, and if that's just two days of a course, spend those two days religiously just absorbing every little detail. Mm-hmm. When I went to Russia a few years ago, it was a five-day training camp. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Alan was there as well. And um, we spent five days there training, I think, seven or eight world champions, mm-hmm. the best coaches in the world, and kettlebell lifting and um, kind of strength conditioning work. And it was just outstanding that we're sitting there... And, I couldn't believe it that one of the girls during the seminar from the absolute world record holder at the time was sitting there sleeping in the front row on the floor and he, he looked down at her and he burst out laughing and he went hey and she goes why are you sleeping she went I'm really tired and she shut her eyes and went back to sleep what and it's nothing like, else that's just really rude yeah and I was like fuck me like you, you've got an opportunity here I mean what, is, what are you about to do there? Nothing, I was just scratching my nose. Alright. And, uh, <laughs> he's such a weirdo. And I'm thinking to myself, right, you've paid, depending on the flights, you're paying three to £500 for a flight. Uh-huh. You've got your accommodation for the week. You've got £100 for your Russian visa, all your expenses and stuff, right? And then the cost of the course. So, you're talking anywhere between a grand to £1,500 for a week, which it's dirt cheap when you actually think about it for what you're getting out of it aye if you're getting some intensive training aye. camp I mean the equivalent for football terms to for kind of most folk imagine going to a training camp where you had like Alex Ferguson Jose Mourinho Pep Guardiola Lionel Messi Johan mm. Cruyff Pele Maradona and all that there, yeah. and all of the best of the best in the world just giving you all their information over a five five to seven day period yeah. and only getting charged say £1,500 for the week yeah if you think of their, their hourly rate down aye it's, it's nuts outrageous yeah I mean even the kettlebell community in the UK cracks me up because they all talk about wanting to improve and get better and get better I mean for a few years I've been bringing Russian coaches over like the best coaches in the world mm-hmm. bring them to Glasgow and then you only get like 10 people attending and then they go oh that's just symptomatic of like society at large, so isn't it? People are people who pay you lip service for all these things and go, huh? "Oh yeah, man, that'll be amazing. That's a great thing to do. You should definitely do that." I absolutely. And then mm. when it happens and you do it and you organise it and you bust your ass to get it, everyone's like, "Oh, oh, that weekend. Oh no, I'm busy. Sorry, Aye. I've got stuff to do. I'm getting my hair done that weekend." And then two weeks later, after it, they're bitching and moaning that Aye. the people that were there have now are now beating them in competitions yeah. and that they've not progressed. It's, it's priorities, isn't Aye. it? If you if you're willing to make the effort to do something and improve yourself then you'll get better Aye. if you're just but we were talking about this before we started earlier on like people who just piss and moan about stuff but do yeah. literally nothing to improve it then you've got no right to moan Aye. just shut up if, you, if you're going to moan about something do something about it that will make you moan less Aye. Can if you're you... just going to sit and moan for the sake of it then just do one get out my face Aye. I, I work with people 
I'm sure everyone works with people, right? Who you go, mm-hmm. all right, how's it going? How's things? And it's just this. <sighs> Ah, oh, just I don't even care. Do you know what I mean? It's just a total. It's just a token. How are you? All right. How are you? Great. Cool. See you later. Like Brian, yesterday <laughs> you came in with your face tripping, you and Brian said, Brian's like, oh, get out and come back in with your face changed. And I did. Aye. Every bit of banner, but there was no need for me to be a miserable pig yesterday. If you, if you've got control over something, don't moan if you're not doing anything. If you can, yeah. uh, look, none of us can. None of us can live forever, so there's no point in moaning about dying. Mm-hmm. Right? We've all got to pay tax. Death and taxes. Right? So you can't avoid it. No point in moaning about it. You can look at your PayPal and go, that sucks, but just sh- what, what can- Your exercise, your diet, your lifestyle. You've all got choices. You don't like your job. Well, there's hundreds of jobs out there. Go and do something. Mm-hmm. And it's. If you. The amount of people that crack me up, that they go, oh, I work Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 or 9 to 6, and all that. Oh, I can't get another job in what are you doing between 6pm and midnight yeah. every single night of the week and two days of the weekend that's a shitload of hours there to go and invest in yourself and go and learn something absolutely and it's it doesn't take much at all nah. just a wee bit of time spend one hour a night investing in it yourself yeah it's just it's attitude and, huh? and effort isn't it and we're the best one in the world. I mean, everyone's got their own issues and oh, stuff God, to deal I. with. And I'm as, again, as guilty as anyone else oh, out God, there. Right, going, well, oh, I've got this to do. I should really go and do that. I'll do it later. I'll sit, I'm, I'm knackered. I'm sitting on the couch. But at the same time, or something, but you're not coming in here six days a week and going, oh, life shit. No, well, because it's not. Exactly. I mean, if, if again, if your life is genuinely, I mean, I, every, again, I don't want to like be hugely offensive and say if you're out there and you're miserable as fuck then fuck you go and do something about it and huh? change it but there are obviously cases of people who are genuinely in the shit and have lots of things to moan about fine Aye. and there's nothing they can do about that as much as they might want to try fine yeah. that's that's a bad thing for them they are not included in this debate right mm-hmm. but the people who genuinely don't know how good they've got it and just fucking grump about stuff for no reason. It's like you've got a full time job, you've got a house, you can pay your bills every month, all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Stop your fucking moaning huh? and grow up. And it was, I think it was uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, kind of big entrepreneur in America, turned around and said, If you've got a mobile phone, there's no reason why you can't be running your own business. So if you hate your job that much, spend <laughs> a bit of time, go start your own fucking business. <laughs> I suppose, eh? Huh? Um, and just just do something. Yeah. Like when I was working for Hewlett Packard years ago as a sales manager, I was do- loving my training, but I was stuck in a chair nine hours a day, yeah. talking to absolute morons about grown men crying over the fact that you couldn't get a pink leather iPad case or leather um, iPad case, <laughs> and their girlfriend was going to be upset with a black one. You first like, world problems. Ah, get a That's fucking. The first grip. time a woman's ever been upset with a black one. Hey. I think you <laughs> but I don't remember looking about and the whole team that I worked with they would come in and every single morning five to nine you would hear two noises their arse hitting the seat followed by <sighs> and it was it was draining it was really tough Aye, that's like just mentally brutal Aye, having to deal with that every you know, day I mean you're driving down the motorway to the, to the office and you're thinking ah oh, here we go this is going to be tough yeah. I'm just you know you're bracing yourself for that impact of sheer negativity when you Wave walk in. Of hate. And I'm not saying that you, you've always got to be positive, but 
come on guys just don't be fucking miserable all aye, the time it helps aye it's absolutely it breeds as well though oh man. god I mean, if you're if you're surrounded by negative people it absolutely has an effect on you whereas if you're just like try and surround yourself with like minded folk and, 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 and positive people then it totally has an effect aye. in your mood as well I mean even at competitions there's certain people that We'll go around and go like that. Oh, I mean, look at look at who you're up against. They're really good. Do you think you'll be able to beat them? How's your back feeling? I mean, uh, did you sleep well last night? Oh, and I've actually said to folk, and all that, you, you, and you, fuck off away from that person because they're all they're doing is totally feeding that drain and negativity that it's not going to work. All it is is going to play against you. And uh, I've actually said to the person before, I'm like, you get to, I'm like, that. don't come in here and start feeding all that shit. Go, oh, you're looking strong today. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Just a wee. A change of language can make aye. a world of difference. Ah, yeah, but I remember every morning to avoid traffic, I'd leave early, so I'd get to work half an hour early and do a bit of reading on becoming a PT instructor. If you're not early, you're late. Aye, and then I would study at lunchtime and practice, and then I would go home at night and train for hours and just study because I thought I don't want to work for Hewlett Packard. I don't want to work for them anymore. Yep. I want another career, so I invested time, pretty much seven days a week, mm-hmm. and improving myself for that. Yeah, and it was, I it was hard going at the time, but. Fucking paid off now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how to see you and Brian most days isn't exactly a benefit, Aye, but you know. Money in the bank, mate. That's money in your mind nuggets bank. You were about to go somewhere else there. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. I kind of lost my own train of thought there. Aye. I was trying to think of like your mental well-being fund. Um, you know, no, that's well in overdraft. <laughs> I mean, look at me. I've given up a day of my teaching so I can start a career in podcasting with you. No, that's a career step in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a step in the wrong direction. But it's all about your mental health. Mental exactly, health I'm much happier now. Exactly. I mean, I can't afford to eat, like, but I'm happy. That's, that's doing you a favour. Says you, chunky. Where are we sitting now? Uh, I'm down from 97, 98 kilos down to 95.4, so I'm... Oh, yeah. Alright, I was oh. going for a high five and you just held my hand. That was, this is wildly uncomfortable now. I went for the kind of manly, no, the kind of like predator handshake. Right, I know, but it's really tight for space in here. This is a visual thing, people. You kind of need to see this. Mm-hmm. I held my hand up for like a sort of polite golf high five and Scott stroked me, <laughs> which was deeply unnerving and very awkward in here the now. Palm, just the palm of his hand. Help. Send help. Kathleen, <laughs> don't get jealous. For the right price, Colin could stroke you too. <laughs> I told you, I've given up a day of teaching for this shit. I'll, I'll do it in for money. <laughs> <laughs> right, so to get back on brand back somewhat, on tra- right, I can, I can we've mean, done a patented 20 minute detour and ranting about stuff. <laughs> weak links. <laughs> weak links. So aye. let's get specific for a second. Ooh, if right. you're. Hit me up, hit me, hit me. No, don't. Ah, you fucking. Text <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> So when I said hit me, Colin just fucking hit me and spilt my coffee everywhere. What a knob. (laughs) (laughs) Liquid gold you just wasted. Sorry mate, I didn't realise you took coffee in that hand. (laughs) Not bad. Right, so... (laughs) Back on track. I'm going to regret that later. Mm. Absolutely going to regret that later. One squat jumps with the barbell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, you need to do them. Sorry. We're going to videotape it for you. <laughs> right, so, like, lift by lift, right? 
I know everyone's going to be different in what they need to work on and stuff, but if you're squatting, what's some good accessory work for squats okay. to start with? Okay, um, we'll keep it kind of generalised. Yeah, good terms of we can look at their own things to work you on. You can look at overhead squats, back squats, front yeah. squats, box squats. Let's say um, back squat, right? Big lifts. Big, big lift, okay. Back squat, box squat is good because it allows you to overload the volume. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folk can get down into the hole and then they get that wee sticking point in the way up. Colin. Just, I said nothing. You looked. Just because I said down in the hole. Unless it, wasn't up, unless it wasn't up in the hole. Hello, hello, hello. Echo, echo. <laughs> there a Lionel Richie impression uh, there. Hello. <laughs> Alright, so if you stick on the kind of that mid phase and your way up, box squats are great. Yep. Um, tempo squats as well, going down to, I say, for example, a four second down phase, pausing in the hole, spend a bit of time in it for mm. maybe two to three seconds, then drive out. Because if you're just going down and straight back up again, you've got that kind of elastic tension in the muscle to spring out of it. Yeah. But if you take that out, then you're working that kind of the raw muscle. You're really getting stuck into it. Um, Colin, get a fucking cup. Drink <laughs> <laughs> coffee. I'm not doing it. Um, so you can work that. Box squats as well. Sit down at the bottom. If you're working down and <laughs> deep in the hole, you can pause on the box, take attention or not take attention, but keep attention in your core and your back. Yep. But then drive back about your legs. So you're starting from, you're almost kind of reinitiating the drive from the bottom position. Right. You've got Bulgarian split squats. So that's good for addressing any imbalances between the left and right leg. My favourite. Colin loves them. I can't you've, do them. I fall over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You've got, then you've got your basic core work. So you can add in like, like good morns. Yep. Good morns are great for back squats because a lot of folk, they fold over too much. So add in some good morlins, some bent over rows, like pendley rows are good. Yeah. Um even just like basically even just some setup, some core work. Mm-hmm. Like hanging leg raises. So it's just it's all kinda Are setups actually any good? Well, it depends how you execute them. Yeah, because you hear people just moaning about them all the time. Because a lot of people just like they just strain their neck doing them really, don't they? Ah, because again they're doing shit technique, they're they're, they're doing head ups. <laughs> they're just rocking their head. It's Colin's just doing a really, really. Yeah, I'm not even going to. Sitting my coffee, mate. Don't know what aye, talking about. Aye, oh, well, we'll not go down that road. <laughs> Your wife's a listener. <laughs> but, um, I said, I mean, you've got people like Dr. Stuart McGill talks about how you shouldn't do cells because it's bad because you shouldn't do spinal flexion. But the spine's actually designed to flex. <clears throat> but the thing is, you don't want to be flexing it with a mass load if you look at gymnast when they do Jefferson curls which is where you stand with a bar and you kind of tuck your chin and roll, roll each invertebrae down as you go with the load and then pull yourself back up so it's good at strengthening the kind of posterior chain like the back of the body all the way up so what are you doing that with? Or just like a 20k barbell for example so but you're holding it just, like, just alright all right, sorry in front so you're holding it in front like a deadlift alright right, it's just kind of extra like, weight yeah, pulling it's kind of like your toe touch but you're rounding the spine as you go down and it's totally contraindicated oh, but you'd me, you'd me aye, doing them ages ago aye yeah aye they are good and they work really really good for stretching and strengthening the spine that's a massive difference doing them it's like I was struggling to like go anywhere near my toes at one point a few well, years back and you were just like uh, right do 10 of these and then try again you've been good at touching your toes mate that's the X reference always 
Honestly, smutty bastard. Try to be serious for a minute here. You always have to lower the tone, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know. I noticed the massive difference doing them. They were good. But I need to start doing them. When again, you think actually. about core work, you've got flexion. I mean, people think core work has been stomach muscles. Mm-hmm. Take chop your take your head, arms and legs off. What's left is your core. Yeah, I suppose. It's your central unit of basically. It connects your lower body to your upper body. Yeah, people just think abs. Aye, it's like oh man, five minute ab blaster. You start playing an American <laughs> five minute finger blast. Yeah, we still need to paint that. I know. <coughs> um, so your core work like you've got flexion, extension, and rotation. So bending forward, bending backwards, kind of bending sides, and then rotation. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't address all of those those movements, you're leaving yourself open. Yeah. So you've got things like if you find for example even in some if you find that you're str- you're kind of get pulled down one side as opposed to the other yeah then you need to strengthen your kind of rotational stability so uh, you've got the oh what are they called I'm trying to remember the ab exercise Colin's taking another strange picture the pull-off press with the band on the rig oh yeah and the band is trying to pull you into, into rotation but you're trying to stay solid in a straight line so again that's really good you've got uh, you've got Russian twists for the rotational work you've got your kind of supermen or your kind of seal raises mm-hmm. uh, kind of hyper extension so they're all they are horrible hyper extensions are horrible but they're great yeah I don't mind the hypers quite so much like the supermen things are just disgusting yeah. I can't really struggle to do them mm. I don't like them and it's there's a wee saying somebody said the other day there online it was cracking that unless you've got two steel rods up either side of your spine, mm-hmm. you're weak. Right. <laughs> Basically train your back to be solid that you should be strong as an ox on it. Fair enough. I feel like something that should train more. Aye. We'll address that, didn't we? Yeah. I quite enjoy a wee bent over row and all Aye. that sort of stuff. It's you, quite satisfying. You enjoy being bent over? I will, you know. Any need to pull up my storm. Did you say you enjoy a bent over hoe? <laughs> 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 For I mean, the record, no. <laughs> like it to be stated clearly no that wonder what the conversation will be off like <laughs> <laughs> those uh, the ones where you lie in the bench oh like a Chinese rose yeah put the bar underneath yeah they're great they're great and they're good because again if we're looking at the weakest link if you know that you've got a weak back or a weak lower back mm-hmm. and you want to train rows if you've already done a lot of kind of low back intensive exercise if you then start going to do like your kind of uh, rows for your upper back if you've got that if you've already pre-fatigued your lower back you're then running the risk of injury or you've got the you're limited by what weight you can your lower back can sustain now yeah but by doing the Chinese rows where you're supported in the bench you can you can overload the upper back without using the lower back now so it's a kind of safety measure aye they're, 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 they do they mm-hmm. do the job don't they they're great aye quite satisfying aye it's fun and again you can either lift it you can't aye <laughs> see the, mm-hmm. that's either coming off the floor or it's just staying there and in you're just against the bench. We need to get Kim doing them this Saturday because they're entertaining as hell when Kim's doing them. <laughs> yeah, I remember that being quite funny, actually. Aye. <laughs> Aye. Sorry, Kim. Um, you won't know about this until we hit you with it on Saturday because this will come out in two weeks' time. So. <laughs> True enough, Aye. actually. But, uh, Aye. Surprise. Right. Next lift. Right. Uh, right, deadlifting. Because presumably a lot of the sort of back work and all that is going to be the same yeah. transfer from those kind of ones for squats very very similar um, deadlift you... rack pulls yeah set the weight up higher right 
and do some deadlifts there. So you can work on that. It's kind of the second or the two thirds mm-hmm. up fade. You can work on that. You're great for your grip as well. Aren't great you? for the grip. I even just rack holds because a lot of time if your grip's weak, you're not going to be able to lift a heavy weight. Aye. Just as a self self kind of preservation method. It's, I think about the tree. A tree will only if it grows a branch. This is quite a strange one, but you might you might like it. Go. <laughs> you're getting your thing ready. If a tree grows a branch that's too big and too heavy for the trunk, mm-hmm. the tree will get uprooted. Right. But rather than be uprooted, what does it do? It lets the branch snap. Mm-hmm. And that's similar to an injury. So if you train, if you pull a weight, so if you're using wrist wraps all the time uh-huh. to deadlift a weight that's yep. too heavy for you that your body can naturally handle, yeah, you run the risk of injuring yourself. So you've got to be think all like right. be like a tree. All right, okay. Not bad, mate. Not, not bad, bad. No, no. That's quite good. I'll give you that one. Um, so what about like hamstrings and stuff? Hamstrings, you've got again, Jefferson curls are good for strengthening all the way down. Yep. You've got your bent over rows because again, you're loading, the t- you're getting the tension in the hamstrings while you're doing your rows. Yeah. You've got remaining deadlifts. Mm-hmm. You've even got deficit deadlifts working in oh, one yeah. to two inches in a deficit. Just yeah, make it nice in there night and dead. They're they horrible. So I like those... Single leg, single leg deadlifts are great. No, not. Yeah, because if you think you're strong at deadlifting, you can. I've seen people that can do a two hundred kilo deadlift, <coughs> Colin, and then do you give them single leg deadlift body weight and they're falling about screaming. <laughs> That's just because I can't balance on one foot. But <laughs> it's just my a complete lack of coordination more than anything else. But if that's that's the thing, if it highlights that, yeah. then it's showing that you've got instability in yeah. one side. When you go to pull a weight. You're going to shift the weight to the other side. I'm massively right sided. Dra- yeah. There's no denying that, certainly. And if you hammer that, eventually something will give. Yeah. And oh, again, you made me do all that shit more than once. And it, did, it, did, it obviously makes a difference. That's why we do it. Like, it's, it's the most unenjoyable <laughs> session ever when you're doing single leg deadlifts or Bulgarian split squats and all the rest of it. It's horrible and I hate you for it, but, but it obviously works. It works. Aye. It does. Um, uh, what were the other things? Those. Um, <coughs> kind of leg curls we were doing they oh like kind of dumbbell leg curls yeah. I, kind of, I, they actually like hamstrings so kind of um, hamstring yeah, curls they were pretty nasty just kind of the one just trying to balance the grip the barbell between your feet it's quite yeah. a horrible experience aye they were good though. horrible but it works again and glute bridges ah yeah old barbell hip thrust mm-hmm. which made famous by many many a woman on Instagram mm-hmm. oh yeah I don't, I don't look at you things like that on Instagram yeah. Look at drums. Okay. Let's not talk about your Instagram history, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Edit this bit out, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with Instagram history. It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> um, aye, so all that kind of stuff, deadlift-wise, all good. Aye. Bench. Bench press, oh. The fun stuff. The fun stuff, bench press. Squat and deadlift, nobody really cares. Let's talk about bench. Let's okay. talk about some bro work. <laughs> so... <laughs> We'll do a wee bit of bench benchication. Benchication. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. So benchic this is one of the quite quick for <laughs> Bench is one where so many people get stuck at it for ages. Um if when you're and you unlock the bar, if you're shaking like a shit and dug mm-hmm. in the lockout phase, your shoulder stabilizers are weak. So you need to work on your stabilizers. So again you can do things like some plyometric push-ups so that in the drop phase you land and you've got to stabilise. Yep. You can do like a single arm rows. 
you've got the kind of like the banded work, the banded bench press where the kettlebells are hanging off yeah. a bar with the belt, the kind of uh, resist, resistance band, um, some bottom up press farmers holds. So just walk the bot, ah, the yeah. kettlebell, right? You're holding the bottom up press positions. What are they doing? Just you're having to lock your stabilizers in the shoulders. So you're having to pack the shoulder joint. All right, okay. Yeah. On the down phase, if your elbows start to flare out whether it's in the down phase or up phase and your elbows flare out to say like a kind of funky chicken wing your lats are weak because when you go down you want to almost try and wrap the bar in so so I'm just trying to visualise this just now right so your bar's there right you want to squeeze your so elbow you tuck your elbows into your sides and engage tucking your lats tucking the lats in tucking your elbows in a bit towards your side so they're coming in there as yeah. opposed to being out here yeah right okay so you want to be kind of tucking your oxtails in yeah good Scottish word there for all the foreign listeners as opposed to Aye. Letting the, the pits. Aye, you run know free. what? Don't, don't drop the carpet. You're carrying the carpet in. Right? Don't drop the carpet. So you've got to hug it in tight. Alright, okay. I can't bother going for the puzzle. I'll give you that one. So you've got to squeeze your lats in. So if that's. If your elbows are flaring out, your lats are weak. Mm-hmm. If How would you work on your lats then? What's good for the lats? Wide grip chin ups, bent over rows, single arm rows, lat pull downs. Alright. If on the up phase that you're pressing the bar up and it starts to drift up over your face, mm-hmm. uh, like Brian, and then you start to go, you go, oh, fuck, and drop it. started with that, man. Aye. Dude freaks me out on a bench. Aye. He says he's not got the bar. He says he can't do it and then just lets go. <laughs> just like jams it under the pins and then lets go. <laughs> like, fuck. But, um, aye, so that's, that's usually weak triceps. So. All right, okay. Narrow grip bench. You've got tricep dips, push-ups. Pull downs, tricep pull downs. Yep. Um, kind of handstand push ups or a kind of elevated feet where you put your arse in the air. Quite a few different variations there. The um, skull crusher. So anything that'll address the triceps. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're failing in the last part, just as you go to extend and your upper back's weak, just in the kind of final lockout stage. Yeah. It's a little bit of triceps, a little bit of upper back. You're trying to really push. That's your kind of serratus anterior that needs to. Kicking this week in all the three finger looking muscles around oh, the side aye, of the right, cage, okay. right? Just below your armpit, so you can do some like kind of like scapula style push ups where you no, push up position and you push your spine to the roof. All right. Practice wrapping that in. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's loads of different areas, and again, strengthen your core as well because if you can't, if you lose your bracing, you're not going to have the same driving force. That's going to be a kind of carryover for every lift, yeah. really, isn't it? Just strengthen your core, core aye. and back, really, yeah. Eh? You address those two, and I guarantee you probably find that your performance will improve. Yeah, on everything. Aye. So obviously this is fairly well, but it's comparatively advanced stuff, right? If you're a beginner, really have good technique Technique. and just practice the lifts. Yeah. You don't really need any of the accessory stuff necessarily at that stage because if you're coming in straight off the bat, not a complete beginner level. It's going to take you a good while before Aye. you start to plateau anyway. Aye. Obviously, you can do these things and it's yeah. going to help, but, I mean, realistically, you could just practice bench, squat, deadlift with decent form and you're just going to keep continuing to improve for quite a while, eh? Aye. Aye. I mean, you, there's so much to be gained from just doing the basics at the beginning. Yeah. Take your time with it and stretch. Mm-hmm. Put the flexibility. If you can't get an optimal position, work towards achieving that optimal position. Yeah. Um... It's like a number of people that do overhead pressing and you see them as they go to press the bar off their chest their, their hips tilt forward their lower back arches <laughs> and they lean back that, yeah. mate you're just doing a standing bench press yeah like you're leaning back that far just go away but, aye and work your flexibility so you can press it and yeah. drop the weight 
Yeah, but once you get to a certain weight, you kind of have to do that to a degree, though, don't you? Because um, you watch like straw men and stuff straw like men, that. They've they've bend and like, way back. It's they've terrifying. Get, to watch. They've got they've got the strength in their back, yeah. so to get away with it. Aye. Forget that risking the reward for Joe Bloggs. Nah. Yeah, you don't want to be like strict pressing the bar nah. while bending the way backwards. Nah. Strict form, learn it, and do it right. That's why I like doing Lay behind the neck press. Aye, I quite enjoy them. They're much more satisfying. Aye. Most folk don't have the flexibility for that. Oh really? I find I find them easier in terms of like keeping the bar path straight. Because when, when, when I'm doing strict press, I You've do. Got to move I your big, get my big face at the road. Fucking heat out the way, eh? Um, I know I much prefer behind the neck press. Mm. Something quite good, just fun. Uh, aye, aye. Um, aye. Nail the basics, and if you still, and then do the accessories, accessory exercises, and if you still, get a coach. Well, yeah, I was going to say like having aye. a even just if you are starting off, it's obviously worthwhile getting at least a few sessions in aye. just to sort your form out straight off the bat. I mean, I've had some I've had some clients over the years where they just phone me up and go, I want to work on this, can I come in for one session? Yeah. Look, your wife feeds come aye, in for a does that a lot, She yeah. does that every, every few months, books in for a wee session just to check in technique, there yeah. you go. Or oh, plateau with this, Scott, right, tweak this, tweak that, there you go. Yeah, because she's quite, she's quite happy just training in the house and all and stuff like that. I feel real disciplines, which is awesome and a lot of folk aren't. I can't do that. And it's that wee bit of, a wee bit of advice here and there there you go that's all you need to tweak now go and work with that until yeah. you, you don't progress and, or adapt this as you go mm-hmm. and people get great results with it yeah that's why things are like strong lifts and 5-3-1 and all that are good for that mm-hmm. kind of thing because it's just here's the basic lifts this is your, your three to four big lifts and stuff like that compound exercises get them really good aye <laughs> just nail, go nail the basics aye there's nothing there's nothing convoluted it's not some like aye. massive five day training split with this that and the next thing and a million mm. different things it's like train your squat aye. train a couple of things that will help your squat train your bench train a couple of things that will help your bench you might want to get your buzzer ready here alright okay go for because it because no matter what your training goal is uh-huh. anything at all whether it's if you're building a house whether it's a one bedroom house or like a palace it all they all start with the foundations top answer <laughs> And it's everything is a foundation. Yeah. Get the foundations right. Absolutely. And it's get the basics. Yeah, that, that that's the same in any aspect, I suppose, whether it's training right. or again, keep harking back to music because that's my bag like. But mm-hmm. yeah, you need to get the basics right so right. that everything you build on top of that is going to work and, and work as, as efficiently and as smoothly <laughs> as you can. Um I had a bunch of new kids in yesterday starting lessons and stuff, and it's just yeah, you want to get them playing a, a rock beat or whatever straight away so right. they, they see the enjoyment and they go, yeah. oh cool, I can go and play these 50 songs now. But at the same time, you need to give them the, if that's like dessert, you need to give them some of the vegetables to go along with it going, right, oh here you go, right. <laughs> so you, you've got some kids that are vegetables. <laughs> it's not what I said, you sicko. But you need to think about like, are you, here's how to sit on a drum stool. Here's how to hold ah. your drumsticks. So it's like much to save them all that grief further down the line when you reach that point where you go, actually, right, I know you want to play this, but your grip's shite. Yeah. Or you're sitting huh? weird or your feet are at weird angles. It's just getting that kind of ergonomic efficiency right yeah. straight off the bat, do you know what I mean? And it's, it'll be exactly the same with training. If you're squatting in a weird position with your feet or whatever else or your hands are in, huh? like, really wide or really narrow or whatever in the bench, then it's going to... Absolutely. You'll get away with it to a degree when you huh? start off, but you'll reach that point pretty quickly where it's going to ha- hinder your progress. It's like a young girl, Jodie, I've recently started training about seven, eight weeks ago. Right. Um, phenomenal lifter, right? Really loads of, loads of potential and talent mm-hmm. and brilliant mentality, right? 
and she kept me for some coaching, build up to the worlds, and looked at her technique. She was saying, "Oh, this hurts a wee bit in my back." So just tweaked the technique in terms of the pelvis position. Yep. Boom. No pain. Oh, yeah. it feels great. Brilliant. And it was just those wee tweaks. Aye. In terms of the, and then same on the back swing for long cycle. So she got a five rep PB in her long cycle, which was awesome. Oh, nice. And came off going, that felt great, and my grip was fine the whole time. Fantastic, massive. Yeah. And it was just changing a little bit of technique. And then I think going from a, from like 47 reps to 79 in jerk. That's which is a monstrous. big jump, isn't it? Aye. Good luck. absolutely phenomenal to see that difference. Um, just because pain-free lifting and being able to do, you know, just that small tweak. And it's rather than, I could have like just train faster, train heavier, train yeah. longer. But we basically just, she might beg to differ. I know Jodie's recently started listening now, Jodie. I know you hate the fat grips. Hiya. I know you hate squat jumps, but they're fucking awesome. Colin probably backs you up on this one, Jodie, right? Yeah, no, they're both shit, pal. Yeah. <laughs> we've done enough to keep your fitness here. You were already fit and strong. Right. But it was just tweaking the technique to become more efficient and pain-free, and no, all of a sudden, the, you're that's flying. That's the thing, isn't it? Aye. That's exactly the topic of today. It's just into do the shit stuff, Aye. and it makes the good stuff better. Yeah. And it was that good that in the last minute of our jerk set, she went into a uh, last minute sprint and totally whooped the Irish girl's ass. Ah, nice. Fucking awesome. Sweet. Aye. All good. And it's just, it's wee bits like that, but um, staying on topic with the whole week length thing, we we're talking about assistance exercises. Yeah. One thing I want to mention is that if you pick, say for example, you know your, your triceps are weak for your bench press, go and at least two to three times a week address your triceps mm-hmm. not like a toast for you reading poetry but <laughs> address, <laughs> address, to address to the triceps um, address them in your training maybe four assistance exercises three times a week and stick with those say so you might do four exercises on the Monday mm-hmm. do a different four on the right, Wednesday right that's what I was literally just about have to say there so should you vary the assistance work as much as you can well yes and no the, the four exercises you would do on the Monday, mm-hmm. you stick with them every single Monday. Aye. And the ones that you do on Wednesday, the different ones on Wednesday, same stick ones. with the same ones. Right, okay. The ones you do like Friday or Saturday. So what's the benefit with... of that then? Okay, you... Like changing them is going to make you have to adapt more to different movements and stuff like that. Yeah. But what's the benefit of keeping the same ones on each day? What you do is you stick with it so that you know what you're going into and you've got a basis to work off. If you can know you can do four sets of 10 at 20 kilos, mm-hmm. if, you achieve, if you tick that box, Next time you do it, add on two and a half kilos. And right, you okay. keep you, you keep increasing the weight until you plateau with that weight. Right. And you don't change until you plateau. Right, okay. So you maximise that exercise. So let's see. And then replace it. Let's see, you're trying to do off the top of my head, right? Uh, narrow grip bench. Okay. Right? So you're doing, aiming to do five sets of 10 at 50. Okay. So should you, if you, let's say week one, you do two sets of 10, a set of eight, two sets of five. Aye. Should you stick to that same weight the next week and just stick with it until you get your five sets of 10? Is the bench, narrow grip bench, is that your assistance exercise? Aye. If it's assistance, you drop the weight. Right, okay. What you if it's your main exercise? What if it's actual flat bench then? If, if you're trying to do all well, five by five then, let's say you're doing five by five. Five of five. If you can, if you can't achieve the full the four the five sets of five, then drop the weight. Right. Now, if you have to drop the five kilos to get five of five, you do mm-hmm. that and you ramp up your assistance work. Right. So you would stick. 
you stick with the assistance exercises for each day so you've got consistency there mm-hmm. but you vary them in the sense that it's a different group of exercises on the other days over the weekend and what that does is it gives you it trains the muscles slightly different angles mm-hmm. it can be a different tempos different positions of the lifts but also it stops you from becoming complacent yeah and boredom setting in as well aye that's, that's keeping you interested doesn't aye. it aye obviously change is the good of the rest so it's all this kind of mm-hmm. daffy sayings but you put the, that variability in like what I've started doing for all my grip training is I'll train my grip three times a week yeah and it's basically part of the kind of like grip assistance work would be where it's kind of three dynamic exercises and three static exercises so dynamic could be like snatch deadlift anything where my grip's involved that there's movement yeah and then your static could be like farmer's holds could be like the, the kind of plate pinch or the barbell holds like in a dead, top of the deadlift or even a dead hang off a bar alright okay and it's yeah. working so you're working the dynamic so you're working the grip when there's a kind of external force going against it and you're also working the grip in a static position mm-hmm. so again it's in, by varying all the exercises so um, like for grip work you've got like fat grips you've got deadlifts you've got rows you've got swings you've got plate pinch plate pinch swings they're disgusting oh yeah it doesn't sound that much fun farmer's holds adding the walking aspect total game changer I prefer walking with farmer's holds again puts that vibration and movement into it so it makes it a little bit probably because it distracts you that's exactly what it is with me yeah it's because I'm not just standing still staring at a clock Mm -hmm. if I'm moving about it's I'm kind of just my mind's off it I'm just trying not to fall over at that point aye yeah you've got rope pulls or rope climbing you've got chin ups You've got using using the pegboards. So it's all different ways of using the grip. Hammer Peg curls, pegboards, awesome. <laughs> When's the last time anyone used that? I, and I think we need to bring that back. No, we don't. But so there's loads of different grip exercises, so you can cycle them round, just to keep because the grip is so varied in terms of what you're doing. Like even for kettlebell sport, for example, at different stages of your lift, you can alternate your grip, so you can let one bit. If it's fatigue, let one area of your grip recover while you use the other section. All right. Okay. So you see a lot in a top level lifters, you'll see the way they catch the bell varies. Right. In the last, say, the last minute of each hand. Just to give themselves a bit of a rest. Aye. Um, so it's varying their technique in order to kind of maximise the potential of their output on it. Yeah. And it, and that's the thing with training your grip, that you use your grip every single day. Aye. You, people don't realise it, it's that they're constantly using their hands. So if you can train your grip in loads of different modalities, then you're going to get that benefit. Yep. That's also an exercise. <laughs> I just discovered something about Colin that I didn't really need, you know. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about, mate. I'm drinking my coffee. Mm. Anyway, that's an hour. We should stop. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So, Aye. takeaways, right? Mm, Chinese. <laughs> Do you know something I'm not, I, I can live without? I get a notion for a Chinese like once a year or something Aye. and it's mostly hot and sour soup to be honest mm. I like a hot and sour soup now and again but once I've had it I'm like nah I'm good I'm, gonna, nah, I'm good for, for a year Aye. can you tell me the last time I had a takeout actually <coughs> I was toying with the idea of getting a curry last Friday mm-hmm. and I ended up going out instead oh well changed my mind Aye. Uh, yeah Aye, take away <laughs> sorry I know mm. uh, right so if you could tr- like what's the biggest things like you should train to make everything better grip and core grip and core aye yeah Getting those, so kind of those two things I when we say 
grip, train different variations of it. Aye. When you train your core, front, back, sides. Right. Lots of planks in that. But plank, but I think quick one about plank. If you can already achieve a minute or two, once you once you can achieve two minutes of a plank, yeah. Make it harder. Uh-huh. I mean, my kettlebell class, they've got no idea the shit that's coming their way over the summer. <laughs> swear to God, man, it's going with some fun stuff. They do now. Well, I. But I mean, they've got Make them do that thing with the kettlebells and the bands yeah. that you made me do. Make it more challenging. <sighs> that was hell on earth, man. Aye. It's just as well my child was in the gym that day or I would have been making up all the inventive swear words. Aye, you could have... Just by your facial expression, you could see what you were thinking. But That was torture. It was horrendous. Aye. I mean, I know gymnasts have got the kind of approach that once you can do a bodyweight exercise like three sets of ten, yeah. make it harder. Yeah. Because you've already progressed. It's you plateaued, and essentially uh-huh. you plateaued. If you keep doing it, it's all definite. What I was saying, isn't it? What well, kind of definition of insanity is doing the same I thing repeatedly, some different drugs. Yep. You want to stay the same? Just do the same. But yeah. If you want to progress, you've got to change. Yep. That's what I was saying earlier. It's just constant adaptation, isn't Aye. it? Aye. Cool. All right. Let's wrap it. Where can we find you, yeah? Pervert. What? That's harsh. But. Jeez, oh, trying to keep us professional here. Harsh but. Harsh but fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am at Drummer Chimp. Um, uh, or on Facebook, if you can be asked. Aye. It's just my name, I think. I don't yeah. know. I think it is. Who knows? Call anyway, like Instagram, because it's got lots of nice pictures of my drums. Hey, And your lost cables, drumsticks. Yes. And you can find myself... And Cosmic Ears. Oh, Cosmic, and Co- Ears. Cosmic Ears. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. thank you to them for the lovely, lovely Indian monitors, which I'm sporting right now. Sexy. Mm-mm. You get your endorsement, mate, for the, the podcast. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your mission this week. You can find myself in the gym at Just Train. And on the podcast, we've got, is it Gains and Pains? Mm-hmm. And on Instagram. My, on Instagram, yeah. What is it on Facebook? Same. Gains same Gains and Pains, yeah. Well. Myself is Scott McLaughlin, performance training for all your training needs. Excellent. It would be lovely if you could like and rate and review us yeah. or unshare and all of that. Did you just say unshare? And share. All right, and share, aye. Because nobody is and it's nobody's very, sharing, very rude, frankly. Aye, I mean... Busting I'd, their ass in here on Tuesday morning. I'd like to say we've got the best listeners in the world, but really? Who's left to review? Do you know what I mean? Aye. I don't know if anyone has. I haven't checked. I've got to be honest. I'm if just assuming no one has. If you've left the review, thank, thank you. Thank you. If you've not, fuck you. Sort it. Sort it now. Or Aye. we'll be coming round your house for a chat. Oh, that's not creepy at all. No, I know we won't because we don't know where anyone lives. Um, <laughs> uh, you said the thing <laughs> last time. What was the what was the competition we were going to do you've last, got, last uh, week? You've got, you've got to share us. That's it. Minutes. Aye. We'll enter you a prize draw. Presumably, we're going to. Oh, see, this is where it gets confusing. This is like time travel. So, brace it? yourselves. This was in last week's episode. Last week's episode. Which is going out next week. Next week. <laughs> so, presumably, we'll post about it last week and next week. <laughs> yeah. Run for it, Marty! It's the Libyans! Oh, I've seen a cracking joke. Go. It's about. Obviously, Theresa May is resigning. Yes. So, her last week is the first week in June. So. The last week of May is the first week of June. <laughs> See you all next week, everyone. Hey. Bye-bye. See ya.